What is this Pokemon legend? How much money did Outriders make? And what is Mark Zuckerberg's vision for the metaverse? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of August 20th, 2021. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news and a quick way to get you on with your day. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Following leaks reported on this show last week, Call of Duty Vanguard was officially revealed with its debut trailer. The game features four operatives from around the world during World War II on multiple different war fronts, including North Africa, Eastern and Western European fronts, and the Pacific. The game will launch with 20 multiplayer maps, including four for Champion Hill, an evolution of the gunfight mode from the most recent Modern Warfare reboot. A new Zombies mode also comes with Vanguard, built by the Black Ops and original Zombie mode creators at Treyarch. On a more technical note, Vanguard will be the second Call of Duty game to use the new engine developed by Infinity Ward for Modern Warfare, which was not in use in 2020's Black Ops Cold War. With the launch of the new game, a new Vanguard-themed map will be rolled out into Call of Duty Warzone, along with new anti-cheat tech on PC. Curiously, in the trailer for the game, no mention of Activision was made, likely stemming from the ongoing controversy and lawsuits the company is facing with the state of California. Call of Duty Vanguard is set to launch this year on November 5th. In a new Pokemon Presents video this week, the Pokemon company provided updates on the many current and upcoming Pokemon games. The biggest news from the video was a deep dive into Pokemon Legends Arceus. The game builds on the foundations of the many mainline Pokemon games and applies them to an open-world adventure akin to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Players will encounter Pokemon roaming freely around the open world, with some becoming aggressive and attacking the player. In combat, the game switches to the series' usual turn-based formula, but with some changes. The turn order can now be affected based on different moves performed by Pokemon. The game is set to launch on January 22, 2022. The presentation also showed off new gameplay from the fourth generation remake, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, as well as updates on puzzle game Pokemon Cafe Mix and the MOBA Pokemon Unite. The entire presentation is available on the Pokemon Company YouTube channel. QuakeCon 2021 returns virtually this weekend. The convention has become the home for all news out of the now Microsoft-owned Bethesda Softworks. The show has presentations celebrating the 10th anniversary of The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, as well as news from Doom, Deathloop, and The Elder Scrolls Online. As for new announcements from the show, a full remaster of the original Quake is now available on PlayStation 4, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PC, with the next-gen version coming later this year. The game touts improved visuals, audio, mod support, split-screen multiplayer, and full cross-play across all systems. A whole new expansion of the game from Machine Games, creators of Wolfenstein The New Order, also comes with the game. As for Elder Scrolls news, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition, yet another re-release of the popular RPG, launches on November 11th to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the game. For more news from QuakeCon, be sure to follow QuakeCon livestreams on Twitch. Epic Games added the new game mode to Fortnite this week. Imposter Mode is a social deduction game where players have to complete tasks around the map while an imposter eliminates others without getting caught. If this sounds familiar, it's because the mode takes many elements from the hit game Among Us, 
down to similar map design and the same terminology for imposters, meetings, and tasks. The community lead at Innersloth, developers of Among Us, Victoria Tran took to Twitter to comment on the new mode, saying, quote, It would have been really, really cool to collab with us. <laughs> this is not the first time Fortnite has come under fire for copying other projects, from the initial creation of the game's Battle Royale mode to the initial concept of the game pitched as Minecraft Horde mode. Among Us has also been noted for taking elements from previous social deduction games, such as Town of Salem down to the original Mafia. Fortnite's new imposter mode is playable now. And now for a message from our sponsor. Crystal Dynamics Avengers game received its largest update yet this week with the War for Wakanda expansion. The expansion adds new biome Wakanda, along with new playable hero Black Panther to the roster, as well as all new story content and quality of life improvements to the game. The War for Wakanda expansion was originally rumored to launch last year following leaks regarding the content, but was seemingly delayed after the unfortunate passing of Black Panther actor Chadwick Boseman days after the game's launch. In-game, Black Panther is betrayed by Stargate's Christopher Judge, who also played Kratos in the most recent God of War game. The free expansion is out now on all major platforms and Stadia. In other Square Enix news, People Can Fly, the developer behind the action RPG shooter Outriders, has yet to see any royalties from Square Enix for their game. The news comes after an investor meeting with People Can Fly CEO Sebastian Wojciechowski, where he says, based on the lack of payment, that, quote, In Square Enix's opinion, the Outriders game has not exceeded the break-even point. The lack of royalties comes after Square Enix touted 3.5 million unique players, along with saying in the press release that Outriders, quote, is on track to become the company's next major franchise, in the days following the company's annual financial briefing in May. In the same briefing, Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda said, quote, We have been pleasantly surprised as the digital sales ratio for the title have been high. In regards to Outriders sales despite launching day one on Game Pass. Historically, Square Enix has not done well forecasting financial metrics, such as deeming 2012's Tomb Raider reboot a financial disappointment despite selling 3.4 million copies in one month post-launch and 11 million copies as of now, making it the series' best-selling game ever, along with writing off last year's Marvel's Avengers as a financial failure for the company as well. As for People Can Fly, Wojciechowski says, quote, Despite this disappointing news, we believe the first royalties from Outrider sales will come to the company this year. Dungeon-crawling dating sim Boyfriend Dungeon has been in some trouble this past week. The game opens with a content warning regarding some of the themes the game covers, including, quote, references to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Not to spoil the game, but the game most definitely includes more than references to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Some vocal players took issue with the warning for not properly preparing them for the game's content, wishing for either a more thorough warning at the start or for the content to be made optional. Some more toxic players took their reaction to the game even further, including harassing the voice actor for the game's antagonist and even threatening the team at Kitfox Games with violence. Following the backlash, a tweet from the team at Kitfox Games says, quote, The content warning for Boyfriend Dungeon inadequately describes the events of stalking and emotional manipulation that exist in the story. 
We'll update the game next week with a more accurate content warning. We apologize for any hurt inflicted by our mistake. Thank you for playing. The content warning at the start of the game has since been changed. Now reading, This game's story involves exposure to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Play with care and take breaks as needed. Finally this week, Facebook has officially announced their next step into creating the metaverse. Horizon Workrooms is a virtual workplace simulator that allows people to create an avatar and work in a digital office, effectively a more lived-in version of Microsoft Teams. The app uses the capabilities of Oculus headsets, like inside-out finger tracking, to immerse users with augmented reality features, such as being able to track typing on a real keyboard with your virtual fingers. Workrooms is an evolution of Facebook's existing Horizon Social VR app, where users can hang out and play games in the virtual space. Horizon was supposed to launch sometime in 2022, but is still in an invite-only beta phase. Horizon's Workrooms is available now in open beta. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe or follow on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, be sure to check out us at the handle at 8bitsgg, that is the number 8bitsgg, or you can follow me personally on my Twitter that is a lot more active than the normal show Twitter, at Frankie Godoy, that is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. If you want the show Twitter to be more active, tweet at me. <laughs> Otherwise, that's really it. So once again, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week.